Hey everybody, Ray Pastor here. Hope y'all are doing well. I got some cool stuff to talk about today. Um, just stuff that's been happening. So first of all, it was Labor Day weekend. I keep trying to say Memorial Day weekend. I guess my like brain's all confused. Like I can't think for some reason. Um, I guess it's already been that kind of a week. My schedule has been absolutely crazy today. But yeah, so Labor Day weekend, good weekend, fun times. Um, going to talk about some stuff that happened over the weekend, things I've been doing and stuff like that. Um, okay, so let's start out. So I, I, I talked to y'all on Friday. So let's go from there. So first of all, we went and looked at a new house on Friday, which this was the second time we had looked at this house and we liked it. We were going to put in an offer and we found out that the people were totally not accepting the price range that we're looking at. So the house is completely done. So that was like a big bummer to my Friday. Like we got all excited thinking that we were going to um, potentially get this house. We were coming up with like plans and stuff. We were getting the offer already with our agent and our agent talked to their realtor who basically said, these people have already had an offer close to their offer and didn't take that one. So they're only taking what they're asking, which we weren't going to pay. So kind of stinks. So that was like first like big drag of the weekend. Um, Friday night kids, we watched, um, what did we watch Friday night? We watched a movie. Uh, Oh, we watched Percy Jackson part two, pretty cool movie. Um, much different than the books, but okay. Okay. Movie. Not bad. So, all right. So that was like my Friday. Saturday, I didn't really do anything. Sunday, we didn't really do anything. Sunday, we kind of relaxed. Uh, we went for a little hike. And then yesterday, we went to the beach for our, you know, I do usually do a Sunday beach trip. This Today, we did Monday just because we wanted to um, basically miss the Labor Day crowds. We went to the beach yesterday, water still warm, still nice outside, good call. It was a great day, fun beach day for the kids. So that was like my weekend. Those were like the things that I actually did. Let's talk about some of the stuff coming up and some of the other things I wanted to talk about today. So first thing, if you haven't heard the news and you're a UNCW student, something funky is happening on campus. What do I mean by that? Well, I just got an email and it was in the, an article in the paper today that because of coronavirus, they are students who are doubled up in rooms in dorms are now going to be separated individually. So either the, someone has to move home or someone has to move to another room, which totally stinks as a student. Uh, it's a real unfortunate situation, but I do get it and I understand why they're doing it. It's just a really unfortunate situation for the students for the university and for the people who have to make these decisions. I'm glad I'm not the one making these decisions because that would not be fun whatsoever. So you don't want to have to make these decisions, especially during coronavirus. Um, there's just no right answer. You know, you've got CNN screaming like, yes, the, the dorms need to be empty. Everyone needs to be sent home. We all need to be sitting in our house. And then we got Fox news on the other side saying, this is fake. It doesn't, it's pretend. So I think that I kind of fall somewhere in the middle that we need to be smart and rational about how we approach this. I don't think sending the students home at this point is a good solution. I think we can come up with some alternative solutions that maybe work and still protect students and doing, you know, more education training. I feel like students are doing a good job, but, you know, 
I think more can be helpful. I think they should have always had individual rooms. And I'm not really sure where the plan was to have double and triple rooms and dorms to begin with. So I think that would just be cause for concern. So I, I don't know. We have a couple outbreaks on campus, things happening like that. And I can't imagine what that's going to do to K to 12. They're still talking about sending our kids back in a few weeks, but I can't imagine that actually working out and being something that's good. So we just have to see. All right. So that's some UNCW news things happening. Uh, we are eSports club. We are having our we've decided on when we're going to have our official meeting. So we're going to have our official meeting Sunday night. So let me talk about the good and bad of having meetings on Sunday nights. The good is a, I don't have anything else scheduled Sunday nights. Um, the bad. So that's the good. And it's not a bad time. It's like seven to eight, which is a perfect time for me and my kids and family. It works out for us. Well, let's talk about the bad of having a meeting on a Sunday night. The bad is, I think that's like when I was a student, that's, that's when I, would uh you know do my studying so when uh, is that going to cut into student study time and if so that's kind of a concern i mean i guess it's not it's each up to each student what they're going to do and stuff but i know if that was me and i was a student i wouldn't want to do it sunday nights because i'd want to be that's like when i would go to the library that's when i would do all my stuff that's when i would get my work done a lot of my homework i would try to do sunday nights was like the perfect time so I assume that's when students still do. I mean, what do I know what students do? I'm not one. They probably do their work at like 2 a.m. in the morning or something crazy like that. Um, so who knows? What do I know? So that's all That's all the UNCW stuff, I guess. A uh, few other things I wanted to talk about today. Uh, so another thing I've been doing is I have been... So uh, two two more things that happened this week and then some stuff coming up. So one of the things I've been doing this week is I have been playing old video games. Like um, I spent the weekend I got. So first of all, I'd let, let me start from the beginning. I had heard that the Nintendo on the switch, they finally upgraded some of the games. So I went on and started playing them. And then I remembered, I remembered that I have a whole bunch of ROMs on my computer. If you're not familiar with what ROMs are, it's basically just a like it's almost like a game cartridge, but it's just a file on your PC. Years and years ago, I downloaded tons of Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Atari, like every system from like 1978 to like 2003. I have all the games and systems on my computer. Fortunately, I also saved all that stuff. I put it in a Dropbox folder. So whatever computer I'm on, I've got access to all my old games. What's also cool is I, for on Amazon for like 10 bucks, you can go buy controllers for these old systems. So I got a Nintendo controller and I got a Super Nintendo controller. For those of you watching this, you can see them. For those of you listening, well, you just have to believe me that I have a soup. I'm holding up a Super Nintendo controller and a Nintendo controller. And those they're both for the PC. They're USB. You plug them in via the USB port. So I can use them for anything. And uh, so anyway, make a long story short, I started opening up some of these games. And I also, so what's really cool about the, so when you want to play one of these games, you got to use something called an emulator. And that's basically like 
the console. It's just a program on the computer that allows you to play the game. So here's where it starts to get cool. I'm in the emulator and I open up some of these games. I realize the emulators have all the old Game Genie and cheat codes for these games. That means that like I could take a game that was impossible as a kid. And believe me, if you know what I'm, if you played the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo, you know that tons of these games were impossible to beat. You could spend hours, 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 and you have to memorize pattern after pattern after, and still like the littlest mess. And the games only had like so many lives and so many continues. So some of them were actually impossible. And some of the games were actually made to be impossible. They were made that way for the arcade called like a quarter suck where people just have to continuously put in quarters and can never finish on purpose. One of those being Gauntlet. Um, but what I've been doing is I've been playing some of these old games and using the cheat codes and actually able to go through and play the whole game. What's cool about it is I still get to try and all that stuff, but I actually get to play the whole game through and see the ending. And what's hilarious is most of these games I'm beating in like 20 minutes. The story is literally 20 minutes long. It's just they made the game so hard that you could never beat that 20 minute story. It's like crazy. So I beat three games in the last two days. I beat a game called UN Squadron, which was this plane game. It, 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 impossible to beat. You could never beat UN Squadron. Um, I think I got close to last levels. Never could impossible to beat. And I have so many hours in that game. I was able to play through the game in like 20 some minutes with a cheat code, <laughs> like not dying. But you can imagine that I have so many hours never being able to beat. The other game I beat was Star Fox. That was another game as a kid that I could never finish. I could come close to, but was never able to finish that as a kid. Again, beat that in like 20 minutes. Now, the third game that I played was Stinger. If you're not familiar with Stinger, Stinger, because you might be familiar with the other two, Stinger, like nobody knows what that game is. So you probably heard of Twin B for those of you that have the Nintendo Switch and the Nintendo Online service, because Twin B's there. Stinger was the American version of Twin B. And it was a cool game. I got it. My grandmother was visiting me and I got it at the toy store. It was like on sale for 20 bucks. Back then, a $20 game was super cheap. Games were $50 to $60. So $20 game meant that it was like discounted on sale, bad, no one liked it kind of thing. But I got this game, I picked it out, and I went home and played it and actually loved it. And the cool thing about Stinger was I did was able to beat it as a kid, but um it still took me a long time and there was a lot to it. So I really liked it. It was one of those games that also made zero sense. You're like this flying spaceship and you would fight like a watermelon in one board, a toaster in another, a kitchen pipe faucet in another board. So, I mean, the game made zero sense, like the most illogical thing in the world, but it was a fun game. And I went through and I beat both of those games. So that was all three of those games. So it was super fun. You can watch them. I have them all uploaded to my YouTube channel. So go check out all three of my playthroughs for the games. Cause they were a lot of fun. So I beat UN squadron, Star Fox, those were both Super Nintendo, and then Stinger on the Nintendo. And I do have some other playthroughs on my channel, too. Like, I think I beat Contra, the, the Nintendo version, one time. When I was a kid, I mean, I still know the code for 30 lives. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, start. Maybe it's B, A, B, A, select, start. But I, I still remember the code. That's, like, been drilled into my head as a kid. And uh, I remember I got to the point in Contra where I could play through the game without dying whatsoever.
uh, I can't do that now. But I remember like in college playing Contra and me and my buddies being like, because we had gotten to the point again where we were really good. We were like, hey, who wants to save the world? Like, eh, let's go save the world right now. We would go play Contra. It just take us like, you know, 20 minutes to beat the game. Super fun. And you could play two player at the same time in Contra, which was cool at the time. Definitely a fun game. But I got the Super Nintendo version of Contra. And later this week, I'm going to try to beat that one. Um Hopefully I got some good cheat codes for it because I used to be able to beat that game, but there's no way after not playing it for like 20 or more years that I'm going to be able to go through and beat that. Um, so hopefully the cheat codes work really well. So look for that on my YouTube channel in the next five days or something. Probably not tonight, but soon it's coming. All right. So that's something I did this weekend. Another funny thing. Well, this isn't funny. So for some, so my sister, so I, I've been talking about moving, right? Um, I've been talking about how we're going to move. So my sister is moving and she just moved like this week and my parents helped her. And I did not want my parents to go help my sister to move. My parents are now in their upper 60s, 70s. So like the last thing they need to be doing is like stressful stuff, like carrying a heavy piano and stuff like that. Of course, I tell my dad this, and I feel bad telling him this, but of course he's like, what are you talking about? Be quiet. We're fine. We can move anything. Like, it's going to be just fine. So he's like, you know, I, I lift weights all the time. I'm going to be fine moving. Don't worry about it. So they get there. Apparently, they did pay, take my advice and pay some guys to move some of the heaviest stuff, I think. He told me that. I still don't know if it's entirely accurate, but that's what he said. And then once he did that, so, okay, so they, they move in most of the stuff. So I'm talking to my dad. I call him up on like, I guess, Friday or Saturday. And I was like, hey, are you guys leaving? Because they were supposed to leave there. And he's like, I can't talk. I'm on my way to the ER. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um you know, I'm, I'm, I'll answer your question in just a sec. I see that he asked me, he's like, I'm like, he's, my dad says he's on his way to the ER. I'm like, are you kidding me? So, okay. So I talked to my mom really quick. She's like, he fell down, hurt his wrist. He's going to the ER. So I was like, oh man, like what is going on? So I talked to them like two hours later. So first of all, here's the story. My parents went to New Hampshire to help my sister move in. They, when you go somewhere and travel right now, you're not allowed to like go anywhere until you quarantine for 14 days. So my parents wanted to go to the doctors because my dad was hurt and he hadn't quarantined for 14 days. So there's first strike number one. The doctors are annoyed. He had to like sign all these waivers and stuff because he hadn't quarantined. Secondly, apparently, then he was all mad about the fall. So here's what happened. He was... Apparently, UPS was supposed to deliver some air conditioners to my sister's house. They didn't do that. So my dad went to the UPS store to pick up the air conditioners. I guess when my dad loaded them on the cart and was on his way out of the store, he like he was going over the curb and the handle to the cart broke and the air conditioners fell and he fell backwards and hit his wrist. So that was where the injury happened. He fell and hit his wrist. And I guess he said he blacked out from the pain. Um, but he was all mad at UPS and talking about like suing them and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is like their cart broke and everything. Like, yeah, it sounds like it's their fault. Maybe you can't. Lo and behold, I find out 
that the cart was my dad's junky cart that he used his car. He's, I mean, they're all fired up about the situation. hundred percent. My dad's fault. He broke the cart. Um, it was his cart. His cart broke. He tripped over it. So I'm like, your dumb fault. <laughs> I'm like, this is your fault. You fell and you hurt yourself. You hurt your wrist. Your wrist was fine, but you still went to the ER, got these x-rays. And it's like, it's funny because it's like this back and forth from my mom. She's like, I told him, I told him he has to go to the ER. And then he's like, I told him not to move the air conditioners. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So anyway, if I move, I told them they're not allowed to help. I said they can come here like afterwards and help us like rearrange and organize, but I am paying someone to carry the big heavy stuff in my house. I got all this stuff, TVs and whatever else. Someone else is going to do it. So that's my story about my parents for the weekend. Kind of funny, not funny. Everyone's okay. They're fine. They actually, they drove back home the next day. They're completely fine. Good. Okay. So that's good. They actually have to go help them. My sister move again in a couple weeks, long story, but her and her, boyfriend are living two hours apart for part of the year. Long story. I'll explain another time. Okay. So someone asked me if I am completely focusing on gaming. And then after this, I'm going to talk about, I want to talk about some zoom stuff that I've, that's been happening. Um, okay. So am I completely focusing on gaming? I, my career has transitioned a lot to esports. So I am focusing more time on gaming than usual, but I'm very much and have always been just interested in technology. And I don't think that will ever change. So my focus of my channel and YouTube is really going to always just focus on tech and a focus of my career, I think will always focus on tech. You know, I've, I've talked about a lot about educational technology and instructional technology. That's where my degrees are in. And I teach in a program and I'm now and I've always been teaching game game design courses and now I'm teaching esports courses. So I'm focusing a lot on esports and gaming and video games. So I think I want to I want to do more in that area than I have done because I don't think I've done enough. But I also have a strong interest in just tech in general, like all the biometric stuff, like the Garmin watches, the Apple watches, the iPhones, just all the cool cameras and remotes and just different stuff I got going on here, like a SLR camera up here, like all that stuff. I'm just genuinely interested in technology. And I don't think my focus will ever really shift away from that. That's been my primary interest since like, you know, the late mid to late 90s has been tech. And it really has been my whole life. I just didn't realize it until that point. So I think that's where my focus will always be, just different areas of tech. I bounce around, have different, sometimes for a week, I'm interested in one thing. Next week, I'm interested in something else. But it'll all have the same general purpose. And I like to mix things up too and offer variety. And I like to do a bunch of different things. I just get bored doing one thing. It's like I play, I've been playing League of Legends for like 10 years. And people are like, well, who's your main? What role do you like? And I'm like, well... I kind of like every few months switch because <laughs> I get bored. I just, I do. I just get bored doing certain things and switch around. Um, I have looked to another question is about augmented reality. I have, uh, I have looked into augmented reality. I got the first Google glass when it came out. And to be honest, I haven't been able to get 
access to like Microsoft HoloLens yet or anything like that. I have been playing with VR though a lot. Um, I played, I've explored virtual reality development with like Adobe Captivate and I have an Oculus Quest virtual reality headset that is actually right behind me on the floor over here that I've been doing a lot with and I really like that funny story. My So my seven-year-old loves VR and I don't really let him play it. And uh, so I don't really let him play it too often. I let him play for like every other day, every couple days. And he's he play has to play in my office, which is up here around me when I'm working usually. And he he's playing it, and I was suddenly hear him talking to people. And I'm like, well, what game are you? And I, I I know he was playing like paintball, so I assumed like he figured out how to talk to people in the paintball games or laser tags. I know you can do that. Um, I hear him say, "I'm seven years old," stuff like that. I'm like, okay, he's not saying anything weird. It's all harmless. Like two days later, he's like, I want to play that game again where I talk to people. I'm like, I, you know, I don't like that. I don't like you talking to people, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I said, what game was that when you're talking to people? He's like, poker VR. I'm like, poker? First of all, I don't have poker on my Oculus headset. So he downloaded a game, poker, which he doesn't he has no clue what poker is. He's playing poker, virtual reality, definitely with adults. And talking to them, having conversations about poker. And that's why they probably asked him his age because he sounds, he's a little kid, he's seven. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should be angry with him or impressed by the fact that he did it. <laughs> so obviously we talked and I said, look, you cannot play that game anymore. That's for grownups. And you're not allowed to, I didn't, on all the devices, they're not allowed to download stuff. They always have to ask us all that kind of, you know, good stuff. And most of their devices are all parental protected. But my virtual reality headset is not parental. I don't parental controls on the VR headset. Because um, I'm pretty much the only one that uses it. They just use it every once in a while. So I didn't think he would even know how to do that. But yeah, he did. And he did it. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. And we just talked to him. They're good. He, he listens. Like they all, my kids listen to us. So I know if I tell him, like, look, you can't do this, he won't. And explain, like, it's serious, he won't do it. So I'm not too worried about it. But, yeah, so my kid was playing poker virtual reality <laughs> and talking to people, not just playing the game. I don't care about the game. Poker is a harmless digital game unless you're betting real money or talking to people. Um, okay, and finally, I wanted to end today with some funny Zoom stuff that I have been noticing over the last, I don't know, few weeks, I've been jotting down. Every time something funny happens in a Zoom session that I'm in, I've been writing it down. So let's talk about some funny Zoom things that I've noticed in the last few weeks. It's like, no matter what, I noticed this. I like I saw every like two or three Zoom sessions, one of these things happen. All right, the first thing that happens is the tap or the weird noise that just doesn't stop. What is that? Why is that happening? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But we can tell, narrow it down in one second whose microphone it is. You just hear this. Tap, like taps. Something with their mic connection and they're just not fixing it. We had a meeting where it was like an hour long meeting. It was literally like an hour, maybe even two hours where the, the facilitator's mic was doing the tap. Hold on. Just had to listen to the tap. 
tap, tap, tap. Finally, after about like maybe like 30 minutes in, um, they had to pull their mic out and just use like their computer mic. So that's the first thing. The weird tap noise. Second thing, the messy room. Oh man, people don't put their, people have like the worst messy room in the world. Like all kinds of stuff going on. Like you can see I got like some coffee mugs here. You know, but that's like from today. Like it's just some coffee mugs. But like if I move my camera around, there is some, like I can see some toys. Like let's see. You can see like there. Oh, there we go. We got like a, a bench and stuff. I mean, not really messy, but I don't even show that part of my room anyway. Um, yeah, like someone having like dirty laundry and like just like disasters in some cases. Like people were in their kitchen and they just hadn't cleaned their countertops yet. And it's like, whoa, we didn't need to see that. Okay, so that's the second thing I've been noticing. Third thing, the person who turns on, they do use the background feature of Zoom like where you can see like some funky thing and you can't like see like half their head. <laughs> it's just not working with their camera. You like can't see half their head. Uh, and that's pretty bad. And like, it's just, it's terrible when you can't see their whole person, like use a green screen or if it's not working, just pick another one because the colors aren't working right. You know, the third thing, the next one is when they do use the background, it's like some, it's goofy and makes no sense. It's not funny. Like sometimes someone uses a background. It's like, oh, that's funny. Like I get it. But sometimes someone uses one and it literally makes no sense. It's not funny. And you're just like, why? Why? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> so that's also another funny thing that I've noticed. All right. Then the other, another thing that I keep noticing is people will have like a suit top on, but their camera is showing their shorts that they got on too. <laughs> I Okay, so I get it. Like you're in shorts and you've got a suit top on or like a nice dress shirt, right? Fine, that's completely fine. So that just means like don't stand up, but don't have your camera angled to see those shorts too. <laughs> I keep seeing it. I keep seeing people have their camera angled that I can see their shorts that they got on. All right. <laughs> um, another thing that I keep seeing is people doing inappropriate stuff. Oh man. I, I just read a, a story about this. And so people doing inappropriate stuff. So let me tell you my real story that happened in class. And then I'll tell you some of the stuff I've heard. So I was teaching a class. And this was actually years ago that I noticed this. And I don't think I was using Zoom at the time. I think we were using Cisco Telepresence at the time. Maybe like a Adobe uh, Connect or something. I can't remember what it was. Um, but what happened? So we're in the middle of class and I'm teaching. And my students, I have some students in the classroom and some of my students are live like Zoom. So I've been teaching like this for like 10 years in this kind of man manner. And my students sitting there in class and you see your husband come into the picture. Okay, whatever. Like sometimes, you know, someone whispers something to someone like, you know, they're all in the same house. A lot of this situation is happening now that everyone's noticing. He starts kissing her. And not just like, not just like 
a kiss on the cheek to like say hello. They start making out in the middle of class while I'm talking. Everyone in the class, you could see everyone's face on Zoom. You could see everyone in the class. And when you're making noise, like your face, we had this 80, 80, like four inch monitor, like your face pops up first. Dead smack on the screen, student and her husband making out in the middle of my class <laughs> for like five minutes. <laughs> Everyone in the class was like, like, what do we say right now? Everyone's just like looking at each other. I'm like, I'm not teaching. I'm like, what do I do? Like, whispering like what do I do like what do we do i wasn't prepared for this <laughs> i'm prepared for that situation now and i'll say something to him but back then i totally what didn't i didn't and it was i've told this story a thousand times i'll never say who the student was or anything like that and oh and we never said anything to her that we saw it it was just like when it stopped and she came back we just acted like it didn't happen that was it Oh, crazy thing that, that, but so I just read this story. And, uh, so I, I've read two, I've heard two stories in the last week about this. So the first one was a student was on the camera with their class and their roommate. I don't know if it was the roommate or the boyfriend got out of the shower and was just completely naked in the background. And the whole class could just see this guy standing there <laughs> to like talking to the person whole class saw it guy was completely naked all right so that's first story second story was at a i guess it was a school board meeting that was like a six hour long meeting so it was like a really really long school board meeting one of the board members a, a man ended up so i guess this was like two hours into the meeting him and his wife decided to do a little more than making out in the camera for like, and I guess it was like 10, 15 minutes long. He comes back. Cause I guess they could see the whole thing comes back, sits down. No one said anything and then continued on for the four out rest of the four. It was like four more hours of a meeting. <laughs> I actually heard that, uh, story on Howard Stern and then went and read the news article about it because I had to see if this was really true. And sure enough, it happened. I'm just like, this is crazy. You know, the worst things we're seeing at Zoom. So my kids, my uh, my five-year-old man, he gets on Zoom and he'll like pound his chest like a gorilla or he'll cover his face and cover his face. And all the other little kids are doing the same, same thing. <laughs> and the teacher, if she asks a question, has got to be like, if the teacher asks a question, she has to be really careful. And I think I said this in like my video last week or something like that. But uh, my son, like she said, does anyone have a question? No. And my son, Hunt, his name's Hunt Huntington. We call him Hunt. He raises his hand and she's like, okay, Hunt, what's your question? He's like, so in Roblox, I'm going to do this, like telling the class a story about Roblox. If you're not familiar, it's a game kids play. Pretty fun game. Cool game. It's like... Anyway, uh, he's talking to his class about this video game. My wife's like, mute? No, you, if you have a question, not that you want to tell the class a story right now. And but all the other kids are doing that. They'll be like, raise their hand, like, yes, I had a question. And they'll be like, I want a pony for Christmas. 
teachers just like, oh, that's awesome. You got to hear kindergarten Zoom. I wish I could film my son and his students doing kindergarten Zoom and show that to people because it is hilarious. I can't because of like privacy and those parents probably uh, can't do that. Um, well, someone just asked a question. So and this will be it because that was my that was my all my stuff. I've got a laptop and I'm getting a PC. Can you please show me a piece? Can you recommend a PC? What kind of PC would I recommend you get? So I've talked about, you know, I've done a video like, should you get an Alienware PC? And I've talked a lot about Alienware and I'm not gonna necessarily recommend a brand or anything, but one of the reasons I do that, the reason I've got like an, yes, I've got an Alienware right here and I've actually got one right here. Um, I have another one here too. Um, the reason I have Alienwares is that my school has a contract with Dell. So I have no choice that when I'm buying machines, I buy Alienwares. So I have Alienwares for that reason. But I also, I, I do like them because they have a great warranty and they do a lot to support esports. Having said that, you can get a cheaper machine, a definitely a cheaper machine if you build it yourself. But when you build it yourself, you lack the warranty. So what's important to you? So if I was in the market for a PC right now, I would definitely be waiting for the new NVIDIA cards to be in it. That's 100%. I would 100% be waiting for them because A, they're cheaper. And when you get machines with those cards, hopefully those machines are less expensive. Um, I, so 100%, if I was in the market for a PC right now, I'd wait for the new NVIDIA cards to be in it because that should drop the price down because they're so cheap. Like the most expensive one was like less than $1,000. Whereas this machine has like, a, I have a 1080 on here and it's like a $1,500 card or something like that even today. So I would 100% wait for the new NVIDIA cards to come out and I would get the new NVIDIA card. Um, I, and I, I, so I care more about specs than I do like what brand you get. I would make sure it has a minimum of 16 gigabytes Ram probably like I, this machine's like going on four years old and it has 32 gigabytes of Ram. So I would, especially if I'm looking at a PC, I'd probably get my PC with like 32 to 64 gigs. Um, definitely top of the line processor, you know, at least i9 processor, but I would definitely focus on that video card because that seems to be the, uh, the video card seems to make the most difference for me in controlling my heat and controlling my frames per second of my games and like all the controls it seems to be my video card, which does the most. Um, obviously the, your cooling system is going to make a difference. What kind of cooling system do you want? And if you're looking at a PC, it depends if you're building or looking outside like just a, a brand. There's so many different brands out there that are good. My biggest thing when I'm buying any machine right now is warranty because I've had so many break. So I'm a big fan of like, I usually try to get like a four or five year warranty that covers everything when I buy any of these machines. Because I've had so many machines, just hard drives die, uh, just stuff happens a lot of them. And you got to remember though, I run a computer lab. So I've got like machines in and out, students using them. I, I've got them at home, working on them, updating them, fixing them. So I've got pretty heavy use machines. So I run into a lot more problems than most people probably would, but I know I wouldn't buy a machine without a warranty unless you're building. 
you know, a lot of my students will build their own machines and we can actually build like some pretty good machines for like a thousand to like $1,400, like some pretty amazing high-end machines for that price if you're building. So as far as brand, it's not so much about brand as, as it's about like what, you know, I mean, how long can a PC last is a big question. I have to, my machines have to last me four years. So that's another thing that I do say is that when I'm buying my personal machines, I'm making sure that I buy all the top specs so that it'll actually last me for four years. This is like going to go on three years. I think it's three years old. This is December. So it'll be going on four years after that. And uh, I can still pretty much run every game full specs. I can run, uh, you know, a game. I can stream with OBS. I can do a lot of, I do a lot of video compression with this machine. And, you know, since it's a laptop, I do have to worry about cooling a lot more than you would with a PC, which is a big advantage of a PC over a laptop. I do have heating issues with my Alienware laptops. Not heating issues. They're very easy to control, but I do have to take like some extra steps to control them. Um, but yeah, that's about, you know, PC recommending some of the, the specs that I look for right now. You know, my first spec I always upgrade is the graphics card and then the RAM, then the processor. And then I, if it's a PC, I worry about the cooling system, but that's almost minor when I'm looking at a PC. But as far as price, I mean, yeah, a PC is, is getting a desktop is way more, you know, it does, there's so many advantages to having a laptop from having a desktop computer. The desktop does so much more. It's, it's, it's cooler. It can run a lot, a lot better. I can usually run them hotter. It, there's just a lot of things I like about it, but I can't get desktops. So I got to get a laptop. I need to be able to move this thing. So that's my, you know, I've got a cooling pad below it, which is all ventilated. And then I use throttle stop to uh, change the voltage on the machine. And those two things right there, 100% control the heat. My machine never gets above like 72 to 74 degrees ever. That's using doing the most heaviest of tasks. Um, and it can go to 99 fine. That's when it starts to, when it starts to get above 90, I start getting concerned. So I, I have it controlled to, to never go above that. And I don't need to do anything else. I see people like repasting their machines and other things like that. You don't need to do that. Um, Throttle stop solves the problem and it's simple to install and use. So we don't do any repasting or anything like that. If I need to do that, it's going back to Alienware and they're going to do it themselves. <laughs> Someone asked if I'd like to take a break. No, I'm about done. This is, this is about it for today. Uh, you know, I usually try to make these like anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. I'm already at, uh, I'm already at 49. Someone asked, do I know any apocalypse survival games that you'd recommend? Uh, I was playing Fallout on VR a little bit, but I didn't really get into it. Um, I know there's a couple on Steam some of my students are playing, but right now, right now I've been having this like retro thing where I've been going back and playing some old retro games. And I've been trying to, 
get in and pay for Fall Guy. I just haven't wanted to pay the $20 yet to play it, but I think I'm going to get it soon for me and my kids to play. Um, and I've been, I've been playing a lot more League of Legends than normal as well. So, you know, it's, it's, I only have so much time to play games. It's funny. It's like as soon as I became a professor of esports, I'm playing less games than I did when I was, was it. But I talk more about them and I'm interact more with other people playing the games and worrying about like teams and s helping my students set up their teams and be competitive and watching their tournaments and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's about it for today, guys. I think I'm done. I think I'm winded. But uh, yeah, great questions. And uh, I usually, I probably should be back on uh, Friday. I'm usually back on Friday. So later, guys.